reviewed this last year, but that was as a joke. Welcome to the real review of A Quiet Place Part 2. I'm Ryan Oyopoulos. Who am I joined with? Uh, yes, absolutely. Uh, I remember this bit where you were just like, because I watched it from last year, and you're like, I'm John Krasinski. John Krasinski. <laughs> Shove it on my face. I'm joined uh, by Sparks Witty. Hey. Ben Magnet. Brandon Shh. T. McClure. This isn't going to be a quiet uh, podcast because that'd be a- uh, ASMR. And I don't like those videos. I was, I was going to be like, to the Fickner podcast review after dark. <laughs> no, don't do it. Be very, very quiet. I'm hunting sound aliens. Oh. If we if we were doing our like mics recording, I would be I would be tempted to do like a whole the quiet whole place thing. review in in <laughs> ASMR. Like, oh, wow. like, nobody would want to hear it. <laughs> I no. definitely wouldn't. But that's that's a that's a me thing. Or Spoilers. Want to hear it? <laughs> it's our highest viewed episode. Spoilers for a Quiet Place Part Two, as Ryan said, we've already reviewed it, so we're going to see what real they changed. Spoilers now. Um, real spoilers. Uh, we are we are reviewing the the real movie at this point. So yeah, full spoilers from here on out. Uh, it, you have been warned. Don't watch this video if you haven't seen the movie, or do. It's really up to you, but I'd recommend you not. I mean, if you're the type of person who likes spoilers, I don't judge. I don't think this is a movie that has lots of spoilers, to be honest. I think that's true. I think yeah. this is just a like, I'm going to go into my review now. I think this is a really good sequel, but I don't know how much it really, like, it's not, it wasn't necessary. It didn't, for me, didn't add anything new to the world enough to be like, oh, I needed the sequel, but it was a really good movie. I really enjoyed mm -hmm. it. Like, it's a good, I think it's a better scary movie than the first one. I don't think it's a better movie. There's definitely some character choices and I'm like, oh, you're just dumb to be dumb, I guess. Um, yeah. I do but like think, I I like it. I liked it a lot. Yeah, I do I I don't necessarily disagree with you. Um, but I will say that I did appreciate seeing the more larger world. Mm -hmm. Um for I would have liked more of the I, I'm happy we got the stuff on the island, but I kind of wanted more about the people in the docks. Yeah, that's what I mean. We got mm -hmm. so little of it. I'm like, okay, that was a cool little tease. Yeah. Yeah, I would have liked more of that because I found mm -hmm. that stuff to be the more interesting stuff. If you're going to do the sequel, I think go go more into that. This this was the closest we have we've gotten to a last of us movie mm -hmm. uh and before we actually get the last of us tv show and that stuff i really really enjoy sparks that's, that's i i more or less echo a lot of what ryan said i think the main point i disagree with him on is i don't think this is i i guess not necessarily i wouldn't say the word scary i don't necessarily think this is a scarier movie than the first one i think i think the first one did a better job of tension than this one sure. did yeah. um and i I, I pretty much am in the same boat as Ryan where like I enjoyed it. I had a good time. I don't feel like there was a lot provided here of what I really wanted another thing in this world to be. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I definitely like and, and we'll get into some critiques on it where like I think uh, I think that the while I still really enjoy the film, I think the strongest failing of the film is the fact that they separate the family. Um that as a concept even though like certain aspects of it work for me and everything like the idea that this second outing most of the time most of the runtime they're all broken up and on their own is kind of like mm, okay yeah not not what i was looking for or anticipating uh yeah, yeah so I also really enjoyed this film. I think I'm going to echo quite a bit of what Ryan said, but one of the things I really enjoyed was the world building aspect of how other people are surviving. Um, the fact that these creatures can't swim, I think is like, okay, that's it. So a bunch of like Hawaii is probably safe. Japan is probably safe. Taiwan is probably safe. A lot. There are. Unless something, something landed there. Unless something landed and then they're screwed. Yeah. But, Maybe 
I would buy Hawaii because it's such a small island in the, in the oh, grand yeah. scheme of things. But Japan, I, I'm sure something landed on Japan. At least one. Yeah. Well, that's the thing is, like, uh, I, I was sitting just to piggyback off that, Ben. Like, I was sitting in the mm-hmm. film and I was like, you know, we don't really know. Like, what if it it's only like all the all of the continents on the west that are connected? Like, that's where it landed. That's where it happened. But but like Europe and Asia and Japan, like mm-hmm. uh, Africa, they're all fine. Yeah. Like, it didn't happen there. Like, yeah. what if that's the case? That'd be wild. See, that's what yeah. I mean. We're like. And they're just like, wow, those guys are screwed. We just don't yeah. go over there anymore. <laughs> like I, yeah. I like again, like I, I don't have a lot of like really negative opinions like on this movie. But like the world build- building that it did add, I liked. But it just for me, for being a sequel, it wasn't enough to push this forward. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I was like, oh, this mm-hmm. felt like more like a point five than a actual sequel. Where like that's there was a, a point where I thought, good way to describe yeah, I thought, for, I thought that we were gonna get like a new monster or just something. You know, like there was a point where I thought we were gonna get like an like a little girl alien monster. I'm like, that would have been too far. Uh, but that's just the goth people. Um, but like, I was expecting just a little something more. And again, it's not like I need every movie to escalate everything exponentially, like Fast and Furious. But like, this was just oh, it's another, it's another one of these. And it was- I have, the, I have just the movie for you, Ryan. Independence Day Resurgence. That movie, <laughs> I haven't seen it. I, I might watch that before I watch this again. <laughs> uh, uh, it's, it's fun. Uh, it is yeah, fun. I, 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 I agree with Ben. I, I I agree. I think we're all on the same page that we liked it, but it just didn't quite progress the progress the franchise quite as far as we wanted. Uh, ben, you had more to say. I just I just remembered my point. So yeah. I, I still think I like the first one a lot more. Mm-hmm. Um, the first one I felt like I looking back on the first one because I haven't seen it again since we saw it in theaters. Was the first one was horror movie with a lot of really good thriller aspects. This one is more of a thriller than it is a horror movie. Because there are tensions. It's like, oh, what's going to happen? Like um, the scene with the kid with the son and the baby in the airtight part of the bunker mm-hmm. where he locks himself in and he's run- and they're both running low on oxygen. It's like that was super that was really tense. That, yeah. That's extremely tense. Whereas in the first one, you're actually I mean, this one, you see the monsters full out. It's like, OK, we because we know what they look like. Whereas in the first movie, they're they're blurs. You barely yeah. see them. You see a little bit of their silhouette. There's not. See them um, more towards the end. Oh, you see more towards the end. I'm yeah. talking about in the, in the beginning of the movie. Like, you're, there's still a mystery to these creatures until, of course, the very end when they, you know, they open up their face and you see. Like, their, it's, it's definitely more like the middle of the original, where we have one creep out from the corn and we see it with its ear thing for the first time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not gonna say it's the end, but I get you. I get the point you're yeah. making. Yeah. Whereas this one, it still has these tense moments, like when um. I really one of the part one of the parts of the film I really love where it does with sound. I mean, great job on the sound designer for this for this film again, is when it goes from the perspective of the daughter to the real world, where you hear nothing and then you hear oh, yeah. everything. That's excellent. Like, oh yeah. Like after she gets the first aid kit and that skeleton pops out and she's like breathing heavily and you see the creature coming for her. It's like, oh shit. Because she can't she's deaf, so she can't hear. So I wanna say real quickly. Of all the things that I thought we'd get right about this movie, did not expect the sound cannon. Listen, was that in the last movie? Yes. No. Well, oh, the yes, it, yes. They yes. didn't have it portable, but yeah, yeah, it was yeah. the thing in the mm-hmm. station at the end. Yeah. That's right. Okay, yes. so like, because like, cause at the beginning of the movie, she puts the thing down, and I'm like, mother of the sound cannon, what? Um, <laughs> yeah. It's a portable sound device, so mm-hmm. the sound cannon joke. It's not what we after. envisioned. It's not what we envisioned when we came up with it, no. But it is, it is kind <laughs> of along the same lines. 
they use sound as a weapon, which uh, makes sense, which is the type of thing that I that I want to progress the yeah. narrative. Like, how do you fight these aliens? So that's something I really liked. Um, I really liked, like, the finale. Like, the aliens, I really like them. Like, some people c- might think they make, look, like, look generic because of like, their color. But, like, they're, first of all, they're aliens. Like, we don't know what aliens look like. Also, like, the the, the weird sound head design really looks great. Like, you know the, they definitely got a bigger budget this movie. They could look like a bad robot alien. Yes. And and they don't. And for that, I'm grateful. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they were designed by the same guy who designed Cloverfield Monster. Were they? Mm-hmm. Good well, for there him. You go. Yeah. He's gotten better. I mean, I, I'm i pretty sure I'm repeating Brandon's fact from oh. the last time we talked about this. There you go. Because I re-listened to it and Brandon <laughs> said that they're, because we were saying like they're very Cloverfield Monster-like and yeah. Brandon's like, well, they're designed by the same guy. Well, there you go. Well, Learn something I'm sure maybe I maybe I did say that. Maybe that is true. Um I, I know that what he he has a thing with noses that I really dislike. That's like his signature. His noses all look the same and th- so yeah. therefore all his monsters look very amphibian like and I'm just kind of crazy about it. Um yeah. but these monsters don't look like Clover. Uh they kind of like move like him a bit, uh, but they're not quite the, arm, the same the arm design. Yeah, they're, not, they're, yeah they're, they're, they're of a design cousin, but they're not designed like specifically to look like them. And I, I appreciate the at least the variant in the design. It's just yeah. one step closer to this being a Cloverfield movie. Um, I I want to get this this section out. Uh, I think like my number one thing is my favorite part of this movie. One hundred percent is the opening. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. It's the entire thing taking place during day one, and I sat there, and when we moved on from day one, I'm like. Okay, I like 100% would just watch six movies of different settings of day one. Like, that's really what I want to go see uh, at this moment. Like, I want day one in many different places with different characters. Um, That's where I'm at, uh, which is really very much where I thought I was still going to be. Um, I said this even on our fake review of this, that uh, I, I think, and I do feel this way, I just want more of the different people in different parts of the world encountering these things rather than necessarily continuing the narrative of the family, which mm-hmm. it apparently sounds like we're getting because they said they're doing a spinoff this week yeah. um, of this so cool. Uh, I'm yeah. sure we talked about that in the news. Um, I, I totally agree with that, Sparks. Uh, just the opening was... Uh, the opening was so good. Yeah. <laughs> the opening, I was 100% like, there were other good things in this movie, 100%. Nothing brought me to the high that I was on on the on the day one stuff just like watching the events especially like the the fact that like in this case like i knew what was going to happen but not when. and uh but not when or how or or you know like and then watching uh them like not knowing the only thing that is kind of my bummer about day one is i kind of wish like we saw the the passage of like you know we do the jump cut away from the cop car and i'm like no i want to know how they got out of that i want to know how they figured out it was sound yeah. like tell me how they escaped this so, okay so i i actually need your help with this then um sure. because as much as i like the as much as i like the thing and i want to say real quickly uh uh i think john krasinski is really good at Chekhov's gun um he is really in the first movie in this, this movie i think he has a way it's very simple. It's very, you know, it's it's a simple technique, but it works really well in this movie of set up and pay off, set up and pay off, set up and pay off. And I think it works really well. Um, but now the opening of the Cloverfield, of the Cloverfield, of A Quiet Place 1 has missing posters everywhere in the town and many newspapers laid out from many different days um, about this thing happening, giving the impression that this thing happened slowly. Right. 
the the second movie makes the makes this think that this happened very quickly. Yeah, because like it's not like they're slow zombies. Like they land and they're immediately destroying everything. Yes, like mm-hmm. it definitely seems like it wouldn't happen over a couple of days. Like newspapers would not be making newspapers anymore three days later. I mean, right. I could definitely tell you story bullshit to try to fill in that gap, but the reality is, I think they just decided. Who cares? Who who cares? Yeah. <laughs> to the yeah. original yeah. In, in inclination of what they wanted, and went with you know wanting to create this uh opening which i i like having the opening so kind of losing the onus of what that original was i think this is more true to what we know they the aliens to be too mm-hmm. uh now that like we we've, we've really spent time with them i kind of don't think that like the the progressively slow movement of the aliens taking people makes a lot of sense because they just would go towards sound they hate sound so yeah. much they run towards it like it, ryan and i were talking about this because they I, I always assume they eat people but we never see them eat a single person they have those teeth they just they just swipe people and move on it's all like they are, they are clearly just like things that are like please just shut the f up well, and they what move did, on what did we say like they're they're basically the old people of space they land on the planet they're just like shut up yeah get off my lawn they just go somewhere uh that that actually bridges into something i thought we would see in this movie uh was like them stumbling on some kind of nest or something something that showed us what they're doing in their downtime when they're not just swiping at people who make sound yeah um but we didn't get that they don't eat people apparently it, it seems um I only swipes they just they just really hate sound uh i i really like for me one of my favorite parts of the film because of you know like i'm saying it's the opening it's the when they stumble into the bar and the girls got the phone and you're like please just don't the guy the guy know what's gonna happen yeah the guy's praying and he puts like he's like shut up and that's just basic like Hopefully it won't come in here Mm -hmm. not even knowing the sound thing yet like man you guys Real quick, have you seen the sequel to 28 Days Later, 28 Weeks Later? Oh, yeah. yeah. There's a very similar scene once the zombies break onto the city and people have to, like, go and, like, escape into, like, into like a, a apartment store to, like, survive. And I got got a very good vibe Sure, that. that's, a, that's a good point. That's a yeah. great sequel, too. Then the, uh, that is a great sequel. Um, the Cillian Murphy's in the first one of that. He is. There you go. Yeah, there you go. There's the connection. There um, the In the first one, there is a, there's a newspaper that says, It's sound. Mm-hmm. you know and, th- <laughs> yeah. and that's like and that's in the first movie we were led to believe like um oh that's how they figured it out because the newspapers all told them but my one of the things is i like the opening a whole lot i i think it's well i think it's incredibly well done um that i'm willing to forgive the fact that the two movies don't line up continuity wise anymore for sure yeah, yeah they like uh you like i said i could make up the story bullshit which is you know a decent chunk of the town managed to survive. They kind of figured it out. They tried to put out an alert. In what way can you put out an alert besides a newspaper? Though printing would very be quietly loud. putting it yeah, on yeah. the doorstep. Yeah. Like you got you got to put it out somehow so that yeah. everybody can see it in wide in wide thing. And maybe missing is just like because people got separated in the in the scarcity of the day. They're trying to send messages when there's still enough of them. But you know, inevitably, as time goes on, people are screwing up. And yeah. it's like that's why John Krasinski and his family go, "Yo, no, we need to we need to just stay on the farm. Like we need to totally back Isolate. off as much as possible." Yeah, you got to yeah. do the mental. If you got to do the mental gymnastics, normally I'd say that's that's not a good sign but i like the yeah. opening enough i'm willing to just be like yeah i it's I, a better version i i agree i agree and then the rest of the movie happens and i'm like this is fine it's good um it's like, like i'm i'm enjoying my time the bear I'm trap not crazy about it the bear trap is really effective yes very mm-hmm. effective um like every time something like like this has a lot of really good jump scares 
um, yeah. that actually, like, I think are effective. And I definitely know they're effective because both of you were jumping in the theater. <laughs> uh, to be fair, to be fair, Megan was holding my arm. So every time she jumped, I jumped okay. because she jumped. Got it. Not necessarily because okay, of Sparks. Right. No, this isn't me saying, like, ooh, I, I can't be scared. I can't be scared. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying I definitely had a lot of reactions to this mm -hmm. because she had reactions to this. And, I, and like, what got me is her, like, grabbing me. I'm like, gotcha. Jesus, fuck. So it's still effective. She doesn't regardless. normally. She doesn't normally uh, react that way mm -hmm. to to movies, at least not as much as this. And to to the credit of that, because we're bringing it up, um, one of Megan's problems was that there was a little bit too much of a reliance on jump scares. Not all of them were great. Yeah. And uh, what what I think is a fair criticism is like, I find the the tension of the silence in the first film more effective than the mm -hmm. jump scares in the second. Oh, sure, sure. yeah. In many that. ways, this is a much louder movie. You will, you will get me to, you will get me or Megan to jump out of our seat with a jump scare. You will get my heart to beat very quickly. Yeah, with the silence. Because uh, the, the jump first. scare is like three seconds, and you're back to normal. Uh -huh. But like when they're I, like trapped, when they're trapped in that vault, and that baby's like screaming, and like they're both about to die from like oxygen deprivation. Yes. That's that's tension because this is a type of movie where like, oh, they will kill these kids. I'm not yeah. worried about uh -huh. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I. One of the things that I going back to Sparks, what you said about the the uh, splitting up the of the family, um, while I enjoy the parallel of the son and the daughter um, at the end, I I felt like the one story was more interesting for me than the other, um, it, and it was Cillian Murphy's and the daughters. It yeah. felt it felt like the un it was drama that was just unnecessarily needed. Like they did not need to split the group up. They just, they really didn't. They could have rewrote the story in a different way, but I understand, I understand why they wanted to tell this. They could have all story. gone to the island. Yeah, I, I get why they wanted to tell the story. It's, this is Cillian Murphy's movie, if anything, right? And he's mm -hmm. awesome. He rules in this movie. He's always good. But like, I kind of just wish we would have focused on all of them together because it takes think, away from the other characters. I think, I think in a, in a, any other horror film where the cast isn't as good. Yes. And the, the, uh, just like the filmmaking isn't as quality you really have to just be like this is kind of weak yeah um at, on a on a semantics level like i am i am fighting constantly with this film to suspend my disbelief mm -hmm. i have to suspend my disbelief that emily blunt could do a lot of things she did having just given birth this a day before in the tense situation that she did immediately after the first movie yeah. sure i can let that go i guess um I, I cannot, like, the one I fight the hardest is there's just no version where I can accept beyond, like, we're making a scary movie, so we have to do this. Uh, the son with his bad leg going up to the second floor just to use the binoculars to see if she's come back yet. I'm like, stop it. Come on. What are you doing? And, like, it's, it's all just there to create the, like, he has to screw up to make a sound, to make an alien come. And I'm like, yeah, I, I mean, I get it. We haven't but had like, action but, in five minutes. But that, kid, but that kid is unnecessarily stupid. I'm sure, Ryan, that's what you were that's, alluding that's, to that's, in, your, yes. in your opening remarks. Uh, that yeah. kid is incredibly, is because all of a sudden lost his brain. He is now an idiot. He loses his mom, and he's just like, I'm a dumb boy now. And yeah. the thing is, like, again, like, I like with Sparks, like, I think... All the actors in this movie are awesome. I think the kids are great. I, yes. I really like the son. I think he, I think he, he, he acts really scared, really well. Like, I, I love believe them. that kid. Mm -hmm. It's just like, why are you doing the things you're doing? Like, you just you made him dumb just to be scary. And, and I'm like, and to find scary. And to find the dead body of Silly Murphy's wife, I felt like, are you going to just reveal that he killed his wife? What's the point of this sequence? It, it, that they had to think of something that would scare him yeah. to make him make a sound, and they were like, "Well, Cillian Murphy's Emmett couldn't 
really bury his wife. That'd be noisy. Yeah. So she's just there. She's. Um, yeah, it's, it's 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 very like that's the thing is you mentioned mental gymnastics. I'm like I I can let a lot of the opening stuff like whatever. Uh, I talk about am, the well scene. Right? I am constantly like I am constantly struggling. Yes, uh, I am constantly struggling with the with the film to to embrace like what it's trying to tell me without it being like well you're doing this because you're a horror movie and like that's that's the only reason. There's no good. There's no good lore reason why this would be accurate or character reason like you're fighting both of those things to make this happen right what ryan's referring to is the well scene what really bothers me is that what we have consistently seen with these monsters is like if they hear a sound yes they will go for it but if they hear a louder sound they will change direction and Emmett is running towards the town shouting get inside get inside but instead the creature's going to attack the guy at the well making far less noise yes sure Emmett's bulletproof because of plot. I get it, but like it's it goes against everything we've ever seen before. Yeah. Well, it, they said it, the rules the, of the movie. They don't even agree to them. Basically, the 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 monsters in the first movie act very differently than the monsters in this movie. Um, in many ways, there's a whole subplot. I recently rewatched the first movie. I didn't. I didn't I watch did it before. I did too. Um, the monsters can affect electricity. Hmm. The monsters can affect electricity in the first movie. In the first one. Yeah. Not the second one. <laughs> like the electric, like the lights and things, like constantly flicker out, and that's your first indication that they're near, that they're nearby. Oh wow, weird. And Why like that's that gone. Out? That's gone. Isn't this? That's weird. Mm. Are they def- are they more vicious in this movie, or are they like about the same? I think they're about the same. I think they're okay. about the same vicious, except for the thing that Sparks is talking about that they're clearly picking and choosing who they're going after and not the not the louder sounds. Uh, I I made a joke to Ryan that I'm like, Emily Blunt's real lucky that straight up uh, they don't get daredevil vision when she's in water. Yes. Uh, yeah. She could have just totally miscalculated that when it's like, actually, I see you more clearly now. Because that's how <laughs> it would work. Yeah, because they but... can differentiate the sound of water hitting the floor and hitting her. Yeah. So they should technically know she's there. Yeah. The the monster oh. just gets up on his legs and just like, actually, you screwed up here. I can see you better now. <laughs> that's <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been awesome. Ben, you got ben. anything? Uh, yeah. So I do agree. Um, there are times I love the daughter and uh, Emmett's story ten times more than I did Emily Blunt and the kid, uh, and her son. But I really did like the scene when Emily Blunt comes back with the oxygen tanks and she sets one down and she shoots it to blow up that one alien. I just thought that was really cool. I was like, yeah, I was like, yeah, get some. But I do agree. There are times where the son was going upstairs with a bum leg. And he's like, I'm just gonna snoop around because I need to find out. It's like you idiot, just stay inside. Bro, that that leg, like she said, like it didn't get to the bone, but it went through all the flesh. Like that kid yeah. should not be walking. And at that kid all. is so let alone climbing upstairs. Like that's my whole thing. Yeah. Is like I'm like, forget that you are babysitting, forget that you are alone, forget how dangerous all this is. Your own body should be telling you, Don't go up a stairs right now. What are you yeah. gonna do? What are you doing? Like it's so He's progressing. The you plot. have to you have to remove things so far to accept that he would do yeah. this. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, I mean, hell, when I busted my toe at work, it was just my toe. The rest of my foot was fine. But even then, there my I would there would be times where I'm trying to put all my weight on the rest of my foot besides just the heel. And there are times my body was like, "Hey, don't do that." I'm like, "Okay, not gonna do that. That hurts." So like, and again, so this Emily is a Blunt, day after the second after the first movie. This is yeah. after she's given birth and had a nail through her foot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, uh, so like two days, two days. Uh, it, like we cover, we cover one whole day. They're there a night. 
and then another whole right. day, Man, and then that night. There's, I, there's still fire happening from the end of that first movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I yeah. mean, like, like I told you when we walked out, I'm like, okay, like, I mean, it's a movie. Like, I, I get it. Yeah. Um, It kind of bothers me that there was no, like, emphasis at all on, like, Emily Blunt needing to rest, eat, uh, that it's not something she said to Emmett. Like, I understand that you see the baby and you get this as a situation. I gave birth yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> I need you to go get my daughter. Like, that. that's not something that is used as, like, guys, I don't think you're appreciating that she gave birth yesterday. Oh, literally, that, again, it's always these situations where, like, one line can solve so many problems. And she does, like, like she's having the same conversation with Emmett. Hey, go get my daughter. He's like, Emmett, I gave birth yesterday. What? Give me a break. Give I, me a break. Right. I, I, I really love... So, real quickly, Emmett, Cillian Murphy knew... Uh, for the audience, uh, Cillian Murphy knew the family before the invasion happened. Yeah. Um, I really like the scene of the asteroid coming down, by the way. I thought that looked awesome. Love it. Um, yeah. Love it. The whole um, opening is fantastic. And I, I, and regardless of the fact that, like, okay, sure, that's a little bit far-fetched, but fine. They're in the same town anyway. Um, I found it hilarious. And I don't know if you guys did either. Everyone is talking about how great John Krasinski is in this movie. Yeah. Emmett is like, I'm not him. He was the best. And he's like, you're just like, you're just like your dad. He was the best person in the whole world. See, <laughs> like, when they, when they were doing it. that, when they were doing that, and like when they first talked, when they first, when we first re-meet Emmett and like, he's kind of like skittish about wanting to talk to Emily Blunt. Yeah. I thought it was going to be a situation where like they had an affair in the past and it was about to become very dramatic. And then I'm like, oh, we're not doing any of that stuff. No, it's, it's because John, John Krasinski was just too good. Future, that's why she leaves her wedding ring. Yeah, so now she, the day after her husband dies, she's just going to bake Cillian Murphy. But John, but it's because Cillian Murphy is now like John Krasinski. You yeah. see, he is now, so, he has yeah. now become so perfect. You, you, stumble, you stumble on something nice there though, which is that like, no, something that does bum me out is like something like, uh, I, I don't think the character arcs are progressing very well either. Yeah. Um, yeah. Necessarily like, uh, the only person who I think even comes close from the first film, um, not Emmett. Emmett actually does have some, Emmett's like something the only of an arc, but but um, the daughter has a bit of an arc, but I don't feel like it's working as well in conversation with the first one because in the first one the thing is that like she and her dad were not getting along. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, that was a major thing of the first one, yeah. and made her like feel bad mm -hmm. uh when he sacrificed because she because she blames himself she blames herself for what happened because brandon watched this too so she wanted to be the person that he was taking out and teaching how to do things mm -hmm. because he takes the son out yeah and he didn't he said you stay and you you know uh, you know kind of sexist of him but um he, and he said you know like next time you can go yeah and she's frustrated with that and then that's the day when everything goes wrong he sacrifices himself she feels kind of bad about that especially because he gave her the device that's able to help them yeah um and that's not weighing on her as much as i i feel like it could the have the first movie that has is, like no be, impact on this movie. there's there's a moment which is when she is discussing with him uh the brother sorry uh in the in the little thing and she's saying this is my plan i could go do this thing i could i could do this i could tell uh, you that's here right and i wish that a factor of that was that she was driven to do this because she's like trying to make it up to him in, in a way like it's her own misguided way of like making amends because yeah. he's gone and i wish that was something that was more present i wish that was something that was more clear-cut this is it, what's going on with her um it, and and we don't have enough of that yeah uh and that's 
a bummer. It almost feels like, like, this is not the case, but this feels like almost like a soft reboot because they're just ignoring the first movie in a lot yeah, of ways. That was, that was what I what I just wrote down. Uh, I think, Ryan, you, you, step, you stepped on something that really bugs me about this movie, which is the, only, the biggest thing about this movie that I don't like, and it is that the first movie doesn't have an impact on this movie. Because, um, yeah, like, the alien stuff's different. Like, she gave birth, but it doesn't matter. Like, yeah. all this stuff is, what, like, not important. What Sparks, what Sparks just said about um, about the daughter, um, the the if you're going to make a movie that says part two, the implication is that that we just watched Back to the Future. We just watched Back to the Future. Back to the Future part two, ha, that first film has a direct has a direct uh, influence on that second movie, mostly because they kind of revisit the second the first movie. But still, it was it's really important that those films act as a whole because it's part one, part two. A Quiet yeah. Place part one and part two need to act the same way, but but it doesn't. Yeah, it it does only in like literally like semantic outlines of the yeah. plot, but not yeah, yeah. in like character stuff, not in world, world progression. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, absolutely, I agree. And we touched uh, the world building stuff with like the with like the doc people, but we never really see more of that. Yeah, I did too. Straight out of like Last of Us Two, the doc, like straight out of it. The I doc, loved it. The doc people are cool, but this is gonna sound kind of weird. They are very much a case of telling me, not showing me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Even though you're not telling me because they don't talk and that's but, like you, um, you get that but like, here's the, the thing they are telling me not showing me in the sense that like um there there are outside of the one guy from quiet place part one who just was done and decided to to kill himself mm-hmm. in quiet place part one they are and then emmett our first like real experience of the outside world and emmett says like you don't know what people are like now um but that's not telling like that's not really showing me what have people become you are you are giving me like just barely the emphasis of like yeah they're bad people now and it's like see bad people but I don't have enough yeah. there's not enough there either Emmett needed to explore it more there needed to be a decompression after the encounter with the doc people where he's talking to Jimon Hansu or the daughter and being like yeah so you know it's rough with yeah. uh, what that is what that was uh, outside out of mind once it's done yeah, yeah I'm uh, kind of really mad that they killed Jimon Hansu. Oh, poor Gmon. He shows up. He he has he ever been a lead actor in anything? This dude is a supporting guy who gets killed in all of his movies. He's so I good at actually, it. Like when he when he showed back, one of the Atlanteans, Shazam. Yep. Exactly. When he was when he was driving them to the station, I'm like, man, he might just make it. I he might just make it to the end of this movie. I, I never, was excited. I, I was like, maybe. And then he that. does the bit where he's like, we might have lost it, my family, and I'm like. Please don't just kill him right now. Oh my God. And then the movie ends like six minutes later. I'm like, he just oh. needed to live six more minutes. Talk about an abrupt ending too, right? I, the movie ends yeah. and I'm like, oh, it's over? Oh. Yeah, the second one well, had a more had a more end. It just, the first one just felt like it had an ending with the... Yeah. 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 So the, the second one, I was kind of hoping for a little bit of an epilogue, really. Like they figure out the sound cans and I was kind of hoping for like some sort of <laughs> montage of the rest of the world. Because... We only know what happened in this tiny little section of the United States. Now, when I was walking out of the theater, I was talking to Fanny, and this might be giving our government and military a little bit too much credit, but I was like, you know what? If they figured out its sound, I'm pretty sure some military scientist figured out, I was like, hey, if we get a high enough frequency, that'll mess these things up, and we can just waste them. Just Yo, go. The Incredible Hulk. Those sand cannons already exist. Yeah. Yeah, just but like- they, don't have, they don't have Stark tech. No, I know. No. I, 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 mean, would, uh, I would I would mean, assume I, I, that sorry 
No, I, I get it's a movie. I get you have to. I mean, we don't know what the rest of the world looks like. We don't know if. Also, I disagree. These... I don't think that would happen, Ben. I don't think oh. for a second that that would happen. No military scientist is going. Oh, it's sound. Okay, let me make a high frequency thing. You know what happened? Because we've seen this this happen so quickly, all Nukes. those people would be dead. <laughs> yeah, and then they would just nuke them, and then the whole world would be bad. I I I think that the implication and certainly why I think the opening of this film works better than like the progressional idea of the original um, is that the military would have been overwhelmed faster. I think anything in a more, even more urban area or bigger like congregation of people than the small town we see in the beginning of this movie was wiped out way quicker. Los Angeles, way, way quicker. New York destroyed. So most military bases, I would assume, yeah, way yeah. fast, just gone. Um, I mean, once again, we don't know. All we in know the is first what movie, a lot on this town. In the first yeah. movie, there's a there's a shot. Uh, there's like a war photographer mm. in a battlefield with one of these monsters, like taking pictures of like a military guy shooting the monster. I'm like, how did you get out of there with that camera? They just found the camera on a dead guy. Man, that that first mm. movie setup is does not work. Um, yeah. uh, but to to Ben's to what Ben is saying, like I I think that the answer to why. I highly doubt the military would have constructed anything, at least as a governmental body. I think they're so broken up is because the immediate thing that would have come to mind is preservation, not weaponization. Because uh, what Giamon Hansu talks about is all the boats. The important Mm -hmm. thing they figured out isn't like, oh, let's combat them with sound. They figured out they can't swim. swim. And so they were like, get people on boats, but people panicked and that caused problems. People got killed. So, you know, they went to that option first. I, I think a good reference point for this actually would be think of I Am Legend. Yeah, that's what I was And think of the flashback to him getting separated from his family. Right. Okay. That was the thing. They were all about preservation. Weaponization didn't matter because they were overwhelmed too quickly. And it would be the same situation here. So they, they are your last instinct becomes uh, you can't fight, so it's yeah. flight. Yeah. Um, okay. And I think that's why you're not going to see at, on the West coast uh, in the Western area, assuming maybe the rest of the world didn't have this happen. And so we just got that continental downline, North America, South America that are screwed. Uh, mm-hmm. You're not going to see them really have been able to master anything that could help them. And again, like we're in our second movie now and we do not know the state of the world whatsoever. Right. And, and it's not necessarily like we need it, but like, if you're trying to build this universe out, you have to build it out. You can't just. Yeah. But if you're not, I know it's a small if you're not going to, if you're not going to give me something more interesting, then do that. Then do the world building thing because I don't think this movie stands without the world building because what what you've given me here is less interesting than what the world building would have been. Like yeah. the like the way the first movie ended with Emily Blunt cocking the shotgun after her first kill, I was like, oh yeah, kick some ass. We know how to kill these things now. And then the second movie, there's they find an even better way to kill these monsters with the radio station set the right tune, and then just whack up and then just freak them out and pop them in the head. I was like, cool. Remember the end of Umbrella Academy when like the force things happening in that radio station and and they have to run that they get towards the person to stop the bad guy. That's what this was. (laughs) But it was a sound cannon and alien. Yeah, but the way that this one ends is that it just ends with these dead aliens, and I was like, okay, you know how to kill them. There wasn't, there wasn't. I would have liked it better if this movie ended with like a, a bigger glimmer of hope than the first one. The first one ended is like, we know how to fight these things now. The second one was like, cool, let's just keep running away. We killed a few of them, good. But now we were able to share with more people how we can fight these things and they well, can go out and actually start fighting them. I was hoping for a little bit more glimmer of hope in this one. Instead, she's like, cool. And both um, the, the daughter and the son both survived. Movie's over. 
Sparks? I, I think the implication of the there is more of a hope because essentially what she's done by doing that is every radio broadcast within a certain distance now Has will that. become a safe zone. Yeah. The aliens won't be able to come to it. So they've created beyond the island a perimeter Mm-hmm. Uh, as long as they get people to turn on and that would be the idea is like just turning on radios on an outward expanse and they can go back into into inland they can yeah. foster resources so like that that's covered now they're good for a while so then like until the battery on that hearing aid dies. yes uh it's yeah. true uh or didn't get completely soaked in cillian murphy's mouth um <laughs> if they make a third movie with the setup now, that it's just now. I think it's gonna feel like The Walking Dead or Last of Us. Well, they're doing a spinoff. Next. Well, they're doing a spinoff, yes. And I hope it's. I hope it's like prequel stuff. This is. This is. You know, like I think we're circling around the thing. Like I said this when we after we saw the first one. I said it for the fake review. Like it's just. I. I want more experiences elsewhere. I want the world expanded on. Yeah. I don't necessarily need to follow these characters as much as I really like the actors. I don't need to follow these characters into another adventure. <laughs> what if? I didn't agree with you. Until right. I saw this movie, right? Yeah. No, I get you. So, I, and I'm, and I'm. Yeah. Here's it, real quick. Like, I like these actors a lot. I will tell you 100. I would have really dug this this same movie. I really like Cillian Murphy. I love his character of Emmett. However, I think the best version of this movie is actually letting the daughter do the damn thing by herself. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. that is the tense thing. I think that is a character growth film. I think that has more impact. I think her doing the whole journey by herself and pulling it off is the movie I want. It's also kind of weak because as good as Cillian Murphy is, it's weak to just make another like white dude the main character when you have all these other characters and you just make him now the new main character when like she's there. You have your main mm-hmm. character. But she's kind of like the, the sidekick. Lee, Lee 2.0. Lee 2.0. And I'm like, they really, now they say that like, she really could have just been the main character in this movie. It would have been so much better. As good as Emmett is. It would have been I more for the story. I do like the callback when they're caught by the dock people and he does the dive and he says dive. Yeah. I like yeah. the callback. Yeah. Well, that's, that's, what, that's what I talked about how like, I think John Krasinski, uh, it, it's simple, but effective, you know, set mm-hmm. a payoff. Yep. Again, like we, this movie's so weird. Cause like, we're all really positive on it, but like, it's not doing anything but, but, new. But here's the thing, like, you know, in, in a film with lesser good quality of like this would be like sound design shit. and filmmaking yeah. or or lesser actors, this is not a good movie. Yeah. Frankly, like you break it down like I don't think this is a good sequel. Yeah. When you when you look at it on paper, yeah. I don't think it's that strong. But the performances and just the quality of what they brought to the movie elevates it enough where i'm like no i do enjoy it yeah. i had a good time i just want more but but the actors are pulling the weight of this movie to make oh, it yeah. good yeah, yeah. It, it is a testament to the cast it is a testament to all of the actors uh the the girl is still fantastic yeah carrying on from the first one uh that it is a testament to them that i like it as much as i do mm-hmm. because it is them and and the larger scope of filmmaking that is making me go no i still i I still had a good time but when i really like have to analyze it and think about it like this is not the story sequel i want this ain't it yeah 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 i don't know if i have much more to say i i I mean walking out of this movie it was still really awesome to see this movie i mean on the big screen again but also uh, walking out i was like man that was good but then the more i thought about it i was like "Uh, yeah i mean it wasn't as good as the first one. I still think it's a fun movie. I still think it's a good time. I, I saw a YouTuber I, uh, I saw a YouTuber I like, and she put up a thumbnail saying that Quiet Place 2 is trash. I mean, I didn't watch the video, but uh, so I'm pretty sure that's just like a clickbait thumbnail. But I didn't... We, I think we're kind of kind of in the minority, because like this movie has like 90% on Rotten Tomatoes. 
And uh, the thing I is, like, I don't hate it. I like no, it. Right? Yeah. No, I don't think I don't hate I don't it. Think it's a nine, though. I don't feel like it deserves a 90%, maybe like an 80, because I still think it's good. I still enjoy it, but I don't think it's like, oh my god, it's amazing. Well, the and first just, film has a 96 on Rotten Tomatoes, so just try that it. one I feel is deserved. That one, yeah. yeah. That I, if I remember correctly, if I remember correctly, did I rate Quiet Place one to nine or something? I don't recall. But but I want to say real quickly, John Krasinski only co-wrote the first one, and he solo wrote this one. Okay, feels maybe like it makes more sense then. Yeah. Um, I think uh I could spend thirty minutes gushing about the opening alone. Um, for the sound me, design for me, like, that's pretty much worth ticket price. Yeah, 100%, uh, I think, 10 minutes, I think yeah. everything about that first that that first section of the film is so effing good. Yeah. Um, a bit with her having to drive backwards when the bus is coming oh, at them. Yeah. It's such a well shot sequence. Uh, the 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 relationships that are on display between both Emily Blunt and the kids and John Krasinski and the daughter, like it's it's really really good. That opening just sends me i love yeah. it um i love it so much uh i <laughs> i, the the I sound truly design. i truly uh could sit through at least four more films that are just day ones other places just like different day cities. one day two day three yeah. like i could Dude, do it call a quiet place like new york and it's just about that day one and God, then quiet I place could do la it. i would do one. it yeah i would go to all of them and i'd be like cool that's that's I'm your <laughs> that's your um the purge tv show yeah 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 no, actually, I just remember one little thing I wanted to touch on for a very hot second. Um, obviously, since the daughter is deaf, the entire family knows sign language. I kind of like how when the kid is at the at the plate, he's playing baseball, he's at bat, and he looks over because you can tell he's nervous. And his mom, they like communicate through sign language, like, "Hey, breathe. That's fine. It's mm-hmm. fine." They kind of like communicate through sign language, you know, they're not actually talking. I was like, "Yeah," I mean, because obviously he can hear, and but the daughter can't. I was but like, they all know sign language because of that. It's an extra yeah. community. And I actually really enjoy that because that's their way of like still communicating with each other even without actually verbally speaking to one another. Yeah. I thought that was, I, I liked that. Rate it. Um, I would give it like a 7.5. That's, I, I still enjoy it. I still think it's a decent sequel, but after hearing all the this, this stuff from you guys, because you guys seen the, the first one, and I haven't seen the first one in a long time, and if it I know that if I've seen this the first one and I would catch the continuity differences, I'd be like, hold up, what? But I still enjoyed it. I still had a good time. I sound design was great and it, it still just wasn't as good as the first. Still prefer the first one. He has a full beard in the beginning of this one and he doesn't in the beginning of the first one. Um, <laughs> Marks? Um, he looks good with a beard. He does. Uh, <laughs> I, I really... Uh, dig this um i do but it is elevated by just like the people who worked on it rather than uh, necessarily by the story itself i still think it's a a pretty good pretty good watch it's i've seen worse horror sequels mm-hmm. um so this is not in that list uh but i i definitely like it didn't give me everything i wanted and i definitely now having had this i'm i'm very much even though i really like the characters uh i'm very much in the i'm ready to if I revisit this world to, to be somewhere else, um, I don't, I don't really want to see what would be part three. I don't, I don't really want that ever. I think hypothetical because this movie is going to make a lot of money. Sure. If there is a part three, mm-hmm. what if they cut to like 15 years in the future and it's the baby grown up and that's the character we follow. Yeah. 
I mean, like, I'm just like, because like, 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 I doubt, me, I just doubt me, they're going to avoid, they're going to get rid of these characters immediately if sure. they're going to do a sequel. Well, they've already said that. You know, well, I mean, I know like, they were the doing a spin-off. Spin no, I know, but if there's sure. a part three, I think they're still going to be in it. I, I think that it would be a, a big mistake to take away the the character of the daughter. Mm -hmm. um, and if you jump 15 years, unless you're going to wait 15 years to make the movie, no. then you're losing her. Yeah. And and like the, the one of the most important things is that, you know, she is deaf. Yeah. That is the, the actor is deaf and she plays a deaf character. And I'm like, I, I think like the, ch the charm isn't the right word, but like what the heart of what makes these films special is her. Yeah. I think she is the key character of the, of the franchise uh, at this moment. And so if you are revisiting these characters and she's not focal, then I don't see the point. Um, that, and I do mean just the actor herself yeah. and her character. Uh, I, I think it is worthless um, in many ways to do that. Sure. Did you rate it? Uh, seven. Seven. Seven? Uh, right. I will give it a 7.5. It's, it's uh, yeah, a pretty fine script elevated by everything else. <laughs> I, I think I'd give it an eight. Okay. Um, I can't remember what I gave the first film. And if I did, I'd probably, I'd, I'd find a way to rate it lower um, because I do think this is lesser than the first film. Um, but I did, I did enjoy watching it. I, I, I like how John Kaczynski films it. And I, I think the, all the things we talked about, the people behind the scenes, the actors, everything kind of elevate this movie. I do think I'd probably give it an eight regardless of my, uh, my criticisms with it. Uh, it's got a good eye. Refresh my memory if you guys know off the top of your head, but was Quiet Place the first one, John Krasinski's directorial debut? No, in a he directed a film before that. Okay. There's the answer. Um, this was his first big movie, because yeah. I don't even know what that first movie was. Um, he, he he directed a comedy, I think, two years before A Quiet Place came out. I just I looked it up again to okay. refresh my memory. There you go. Um, okay, that'll do it then. That'll do her. Thanks, Emily. Um, all right, so that's that's that. So that's the Quiet Place Part Two. Um, stay tuned for well, probably this is going out afterwards. So we have just reviewed a Conjuring, the Devil Made Me Do It. The Devil um, Made Me Do It. That is up right now on our live shows every Sunday. Um, it was our fake nerd podcast, uh, uh, Mothership Show. We have plenty of other shows up on our YouTube channel. Uh, you can check out Fake Nerd's Watch, which we're starting Loki soon. Pignor Book Club coming uh, coming back soon. Basement Arcade and Basement Arcade Pause Menu. More from there. I have my own show, Conversation, um, which just released an episode with Robert L. Kelly, and a new episode is coming up soon. Robert L. Kelly from Record All Monsters. Should should clarify. Um, that's audio, of course, for you audio listeners um, who will also listen to this. And that's all of the cool stuff. So make sure to like this got, video. We got a big special coming this week, right? Holy crap. Yeah, we do. That's right. This is coming out afterwards. So yeah. So reminder, guys, our fifth anniversary is coming. Five years we've been doing this. Uh, we've we uh, inside baseball. We've already filmed it and it'll be coming to you on Saturday. Woo! So stay tuned. Um, yeah, that's exciting. I'm excited. Yeah. Excited for you all to see it. Um, check out is our website. Sunday. It's the Saturday. 12th. Saturday. Yes. Saturday. Okay. Um, so check out our website at fakenerdpodcast.com, all of our socials at fakenerdpodcast, uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, fakenerdguys at gmail.com. Um, there was one more thing. Thank you to Jeremy Villucci for our intro music and thank you to Mike Matola for our logos. Um, 
that's that, I believe, right? Sounds like it. Sure. Cool. I'm a BT McClure on Instagram and Twitter. Ben? I'm a Ben Magnet27 on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, Sparks? You can find me anticipating our fifth anniversary special at Sparks Witty on Instagram and Twitter, S P A R K Z Witty. Spoiler alert, I think it's the best thing we've ever done. Uh, Ryan? Thank you for listening to the Fignor podcast. What's this called? I already forgot the movie. DJ Tony Stark everywhere. Um, we're doing Sweet Tooth this coming weekend as well. Uh, yeah. Sweet Tooth, comparing the comic book to the TV show. Check it out. Stay tuned. Whatever All right. we're able to watch. Yep. Until next until next time we see us, guys, stay fake nerds. Shh.